back to Two New Bombshells. My name is Patrick. My name is Taylor. And I'm sick. We're sick. We're both sick. But that is not going to stop us from recapping the first week of the latest season of Love is Blind US, of course. Maybe the craziest opening weekend we've ever had for Love is Blind. The biggest first episode, the craziest first episode dump. Uh, in, in some ways, I would call it the worst, not because it was you know, not entertaining or anything like that, but just because it seemed pretty much like a failure <laughs> on the part of the show this time around. Yeah, I have to say, these kind of initial episodes are usually a little bit, I don't want to say boring, because I think there's something inherently interesting about- Oh, the pods are awesome. What do you mean boring? I don't know. I find them a little dry at times. Okay. Like, I don't, I'm just kind of waiting for them all to meet and mingle. And, like, I feel like that's really where the drama begins um, as I get closer and closer to a wedding day. I don't know. The pods are always giving, like, a little bit desperate and just, like, okay, like, let's just get engaged already. That's kind of what's funny about it, though. No, it is funny. But I'm just saying, like, I that is not my, like, favorite part of the show. It is my least favorite part of the show. Um, not that it's bad. But, anyways... I this is definitely the most chaotic pods that we have seen. Um, it's giving unhinged. It's giving mentally unwell around the board. It's just giving weird. Um, but that makes it so much more fun. I feel like I've never been like there have been a lot of cringy moments in the Love Is Blind canon. I don't think I've ever been as physically cringed out from a season. As I have with this one, and it's barely started. Yeah, you know, welcome to New Bombshells. If this is your first time listening, this is the the podcast from Future Presentation where we recap reality television. Just as sort of a disclaimer, um, we know that these are real people with real lives and real feelings. We just kind of like to have fun with it and stuff. Um, Love is Blind particularly is under fire recently with all the, um, what's that guy's name from a Couple Nick. Nick, Nick, and trying to unionize and upset with Netflix and blah blah blah, and it is very clear that Netflix is um, very problematic when it comes to the way that they they make this show. I mean, we had to stop watching the Ultimatum because they were just so ungodly sloppy drunk in every episode that we were like, "This is not okay." At a certain point, and it like cut to a shot of a giant open bar with everything you could possibly imagine and some. And it was self-serve. It was self-serve. And so, you know, we know, we know, we know, but we like to have some fun with it. And I think there's there's definitely some fun to be had with, with um, you're right, messy. Messy is a good word to use. I actually saw a really good disclaimer from another creator on TikTok, and I'm going to steal it for a second. I wish I had the creator's name in front of me, but I do not. I didn't even think I was going to mention it until I was like, this just so perfectly sums it up. But she said, I'm not... Um, I'm not judging these people. I'm judging the people that Netflix edited, which is like yeah, exactly they're they're kind of they kind of become characters, you know. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, this is what Netflix showed us, and we are judging these people that Netflix showed us. Um, but boy, is there room to judge? <laughs> yeah. So we've decided that we're gonna go through uh, the different couples. Steeler has the notes. We're gonna go through the different couples, and we're gonna start with earliest proposal all the way down and then obviously those will kind of spark into some different you know conversations in different territories with some people who who got engaged and didn't um so we'll start with our first engagement 
Well, I feel like the first thing we do need to address is the fact that there are only three couples this time around that got engaged. Yes. We will still talk about the couples that did not get engaged. They're going to be kind of like subtopics of other couples. Um, but, yeah, wow. I Patrick was reminding me of something last night that I had totally forgotten about, and that was after season one aired and it, people took to the internet instantly saying, like, did you know that there were other couples that got engaged and Netflix didn't follow them? That's so screwed up or whatever. And um, that was kind of what the internet latched on for its first five minutes of fame. And um, Patrick reminded me that the producers were like, oh, like we true like this, this experiment is insane. Like it is, it is very weird. And so we only expected like two people to get engaged so when we all of a sudden had like seven we didn't know what to do with all of that we only had so many hotel rooms booked in cancun so we had to cut it off yeah and so not only like did they never anticipate for this but they've had a good long run of having a lot of couples to work with i think i don't want to speak incorrectly but i believe it was last season if not the season before that definitely also had couples cut um because i know i remember yeah. seeing them and so um we're on season five now and all four seasons we've had at least five couples i believe correct uh something like that yeah sure um yeah maybe for one season but uh, more or less five couples and with that i feel like last season was the first time where we really saw the I call them side quests pickup um, between like because Jackie and Marshall were kind of, you know, spiraling out. Um, you know, we were following Jackie, even though she wasn't with Mar uh, uh, Marshall, we were following Josh because he was entangled with Jackie. So that's where the kind of side quest began. I mean, I guess you could say Shayna as well with Shane, um, but they were always like pretty, um, pretty like limited. And yeah. Like they're very clearly, you could tell by the, like the, um, the little preview thing at the end of the last episode that they need these stories to like flesh out the season because they've expected more. Yeah. So people who didn't get engaged are still going to be just as much a part of this process. I mean, I guess you could say even last season too with Zach and bliss. I mean, Zach comes back. So yeah, it, it gets, it gets a little more like convoluted every year, I think. Yes. And this is just like supremely the most convoluted. So we're going to start with the first couple, the least interesting couple, if we're just being honest, and that is JP and Taylor. They got engaged first. Now, I recognize that the engagements happen all in one day, and it's just edited, but I think it's important to acknowledge that, like, these engagements are edited sporadically throughout to say, okay, we know you don't need to see them gush over each other anymore, so we're just going to show their engagement. And then that is our mention to you that, hey, we're moving on from showing this couple. Um, so JP and Taylor came very early on. We usually always get one by the second episode, and that's what we got with JP and Taylor. Um, and yeah, I mean, he said from the what seemingly was their first conversation, more or less, um, their first robust conversation, uh, that he was ready to propose right then and there. And he said to the guys, I could, would propose today. So clearly they have a great connection. Um, Taylor is a teacher, which I always think is cute. Could you, like, I'm a former teacher. I'm actually a former kindergarten teacher, which Taylor is a kindergarten teacher. Patrick is a teacher. Could you imagine having children and like colleagues at school and then they watch you on love is blind no i thought about that before actually what i can't get over is the fact that he's a firefighter and he says that he works 24 hour shifts and which obviously most firefighters do but not all he does 
and she's a teacher, which is like the most one of the jobs with the most work outside of working hours. They are never ever going to see each other ever. Other than maybe being like a nurse in which you work like 72 hour shifts yeah i mean it's pretty brutal so they're not really gonna see each other but if they can love each other and even receive... like a nurse if she was like a like an er nurse they might see each other like you know when he brings people by and stuff i don't know one of the funniest things uh i thought not funny like haha I it's a paramedic but you get what i'm saying not like funny haha but funny like it just like i don't know it was interesting that he said that. And she was like, I can cook you anything. Pasta, chicken. And I was like, oh my God, that is so firehouse food. Yeah, he was like, I can make chicken Alfredo. I can make meatball subs. Like, he was just listing off nothing but like big batch, big boy meals. Yeah, so like, you know that they sit around the the firehouse <laughs> uh, dining area. Sorry, folks, I'm sick. Um, yeah, you might hear some coughing and some sniffles. Not much we can do on the editing front about that, so sorry. Um, the weirdest thing about JP, and I guess maybe maybe weird is not the right term, but I'm just going to say weird. It's weird to me, and this is my sole opinion. That's the beauty of a podcast is I can just share my opinion, and I don't have to weigh in anybody else's. Um, JP is obsessed with the American flag, okay? <laughs> He said that he, like, never leaves the house without something. He's a Texas boy. Yeah, without something, you know, representing the American flag. So in one shot, it's like a sock, and then or socks, rather. Uh, one show, it's whatever. And then we get to the point where he is he has an American flag laying on the pillow next to him. And I'm just going to go there for a second and say that when – so legally, correct me if I'm wrong, Patrick, because you actually are the one that taught me about this. Uh-huh. Legally, you're not even really supposed to create merchandise out of the American flag, correct? Uh, I don't, I don't know about legally, yeah, but um, respectfully, yeah, like you're not supposed to really do anything to it. There's like a very specific way that you fold it, a very specific way that you hold it, a very specific way that you raise it. Yeah, merchandise is kind of a no-no. Um, uh, you know, cheapo Dollar Tree crap, which seems to be about half the stuff that he has, is kind of a no-no. And especially, I'm sorry to take your punchline away from you, uh, wiping your tears with one is a definite no-no. Yeah, so it's just kind of, like, odd. I know that, like, in America, and especially, like, yeehaw, Texas America, um, we have just divulged as a society where we are not actively pointing out when people are wearing American flag socks and going, like, that's disrespectful. I mean, we are the country that probably has the most merchandise of their flag ever, second to the state of Maryland. Um, but <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it was just kind of odd that he's, like, clearly so in love with this country, but then was doing it in a way that was very tacky. He's a Texas boy. Yeah, he was a Texas boy. Uh, they are boring. Um, you asked me this uh, when we were watching, but I'll ask you now on the pod. Scale of 1 to 10, their chances of uh, actually like getting married. I give it like an 8. I feel like healthy room for doubt. We barely know them. They got engaged first, so we just see less. Um, so yeah, I say eight with just like, yeah, that, that healthy dose of like anything could happen. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with that as well. That same answer. I feel like there was a little bit of them in the um, preview that was a little like, hmm, but also like, did they just find like their worst two moments and put them in the preview because they needed to show drama for everyone? Um, 
you said like uh, well I said oh look they go to the they go to the altar they go to the altar and you were like everyone has to go to the altar and I was like no they don't they haven't in years past did they show them at the altar I think they showed the other two couples um I, so I can't remember but I do remember something coming out at some point I think actually I think it was part of Nick's like major video and stuff that he did where he said like you know you can be there can be serious action taken against you if you like don't make it yeah but then like jackie and marshall they just straight up didn't like yeah i mean like but it, did jackie get sued i don't know like you know i don't know the actual legalities of it nick made it seem like you are very much expected to do these things it's part of your contractual obligation obviously contracts are all different and have different like legal um matters within them but you are at least i think contractually obligated to get to the wedding um unless of course like you're marshall and jackie leaves you like i would assume um but yeah i don't know i don't know if we saw them i don't know I, I, you know we can't put too much faith into that thing because you know so it's edited but. and if we're being honest like based on the edit that we saw at the end of the last episode of the drop it doesn't seem like we're really even going to see that much of them i can guarantee you they're going to be like very similar to um oh there's like certain couple like last last um last season it was brett and yes. what's her face i can't remember it's whoever the first couple is always is always the most secure couple and like they do this they edit it in retrospect you know so like they're doing this on purpose and i they're always the couple that just like has to listen to the other people bitch and moan about their couples i do you there is some sort of a hiccup with them when it comes to appearance i'm very interested to see how that ends up being because i will say I was a little bit like when, you know, he's a he's a rugged country boy. And I feel like some rugged country boys definitely love that bottle blonde, fake tan look. But I think some country boys might like a natural looking woman. And I'm not saying that Taylor isn't beautiful. She is. But I, I wasn't sure what his preference would be. I feel like there's so much there's so much narrative around the like women need to be more natural no makeup is best blah 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 blah, bullshit um as if we do it for them and so i was curious and so i'm wondering if that kind of plays a part in it like clearly there's some issue with appearance down the line who's next so the next couple and here's where we get into our like bracketed oh they're literally written (laughs) in my um notes as brackets and sub brackets so the next couple to get engaged are izzy and stacy we're going to start off by just talking about Izzy and Stacy, but of course we can't fully talk about Izzy and Stacy without acknowledging the fact that Izzy was also entangled with Johnny and Johnny was also entangled with Chris. Johnny and Chris ended up not getting engaged despite Johnny begging to get engaged, but for all intents and purposes, we're going to lump Johnny and Chris together as a couple and they are going to be kind of a sub bracket of Izzy and Stacy as I'm sure we can all imagine that Johnny is going to have some unresolved feelings towards Izzy. She's made it very clear that if she, if Izzy did not pick her, he was going to regret it forever. She told him that. So um, I think it's safe to say that they're not going anywhere. We know from the, the, the edit that they're not going anywhere. Um, but there's definitely going to be some uh, unresolved business. But let's focus on Izzy and Stacy. I cannot look at Stacy's face any longer. Is a PA going to tell her to blend her fucking contour? 
I that's a hate crime. It's a hate crime not to tell this someone you are, right no, those PAs are accomplices. Accomplices. Um because I can't accomplices. I I'm sorry, it's sick brain. Um they cannot just stand by and watch her on the camera and see that she has raccoon eyes in the most unblended contour I've ever seen. I mean, this poor woman, like, she's very beautiful naturally. I, I'm literally doing the thing that I just said I couldn't stand. I'm not saying she can't wear makeup, but the girl needs to find a blending brush. Like, I will gift it to her. Like, does she have an Amazon wish list? Like, drop the link, baby. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, I just needed to get that out of my way. Um, pfft, Izzy gives me the egg. If I'm being honest, I feel like he, I've seen like therapists and stuff on TikTok, like really saying that he's like a walking red flag, blah, 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 blah. To be honest, I haven't put too much stake in it. I've really tried not to let outside opinions really get to me in this recording. I want to speak on behalf of my own feelings and my feelings as we were watching, if something really, I think, damning comes up uh, in social media after the release, then obviously it's something that would be brought up. But I'm trying to give you my guys my honest answer. I don't know that Izzy is a walking red flag. I think that there are qualities about him that just make him a little icky. Um, he, I don't know. I really, I don't know. It seemed like he was all for Johnny. Johnny did the thing that she thought he wanted. She dumped Chris, and then he immediately was like, oh, you're actually too much for me. I think it's, like, really frustrating. I understand that, like, Johnny laid some pretty heavy stuff on him, saying that she never loved her husband, saying that um, her ex-husband, saying that she, you know, has a history of dating people with addiction issues, but this is what Love is Blind is about. You're there to be vulnerable. You're there to acknowledge the things that have not worked in the past. You're there to try and find a way forward with a person in a tight timeline. So you really have to lay it all out. This is after Izzy told her that he was, his family were Jehovah Witnesses. That's really heavy in its own right. You have to think about the family dynamic there especially as someone who is no longer practicing as a jehovah witness and clearly has a lot of animosity towards growing up that way so for him to tell her that and then for him for her to share something and again we'll get into johnny in a second i'm not saying johnny is a walking green flag either but she's not (laughs) but i do feel like that was very like that gave me the ick a little bit that he was like you are my number one she said great i'm ending things you know, here's my grief. And he was like, oh, that's actually too much for me. I just want the girl that has fun. Especially when he shit on Stacy for, like, not opening up. Okay, so let's talk about this, right? Because I, this is a serious question, okay? Izzy mentions his, um, his Jehovah's Witness uh, upbringing. He also says, like, in the first episode, like, I got a big old bald head and ladies don't like that. And uh, and then Vanessa Lachey goes, people have told you that? And he goes, well, no. <laughs> okay, that was him, right? Yeah. Okay. And then um, the, the sub-couple, Johnny and Chris, right? Johnny's been married before. Um, Izzy's been, been engaged before. Okay, but you mentioned the – yes, Izzy's been engaged before. You mentioned uh, her her history with relationships. She had an, an ex-boyfriend, the only love of her life, die of a drug overdose. 
Uh, and then Chris, his issue, according to him, is that he's way too handsome and way too committed in relationships. Okay, I have to talk about this for a second. I, like, truly do. Okay, I'll come back to I, you. Okay, I love Chris. Like, I really love him. Like, he's such a king. Like, I think he is so goofy and, like, such an big absolute... Big energy. It, like, big, big energy. <laughs> So I I don't really follow Matt Rife. I don't really know much about him, but I, I saw him. I saw a bit come through my TikTok one time where he was like, "It is so hard being a stand-up comic and being really hot. People thought I was funny when I was ugly, but now that I'm hot, no one laughs at my jokes. And God, it's so hard being hot." And he was being very serious about it. That was not a joke. That was just him being honest and I guess getting ahead of the you suck um energy from the from the crowd. And that is exactly the vibe that Chris is getting. He he introduces himself and he goes like, you know, I'm just un- I'm just unlucky in love. I you know, I'm really handsome. I love commitment and it just you know, girls aren't into it. They just don't like, believe me. Like, yeah, and he's like, everybody thinks I'm a playboy, but I just love commitment. And I'm sorry, but, like, as someone who is, like, the president of, like, the nice boys club and, like, I don't go after bad boys and whatever, there are so many girls out there that are looking for, like, guys who like commitment and are attractive. Like, most times people have to settle for not attractive guys because they are looking for commitment. Like, you're telling me you're a unicorn and people are just wildly turned off. Like, that means something else is wrong with you. Let's figure it out. But I, I, I kind of love that he's just oblivious to it. I just kind of love his energy, his kenergy, if you will. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just find him, like, so cute. Every time he'd open his mouth, he'd be like, oh, gosh, you're just so handsome and you love commitment. I, I can see why nobody likes you. Um, no, but seriously, though, let's, let's tie our two points together, okay? Izzy has this background. Johnny has this background. Chris is so handsome and loves commitment, which makes dating impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Did Stacy talk about – this is a serious question. Did Stacy talk about why she's on Love is Blind specifically, or was it just like unlucky in love? I don't think that she gave a specific reason. What I do remember is that Izzy said, like, you know, my other connection, talking about Johnny, you know, we're a lot deeper. And this is just fun because let's keep in mind, guys, Stacy is not like other girls. She likes darts <laughs> and she oh, likes to party. Yeah, so, yeah, that was so bad. She's so pick me. Um, and so, like, I think whoever she was talking to was like, I played collegiate soccer and she's like i love darts He's yeah like, he was like okay <laughs> yeah and so like izzy you know was just I, it's so funny like we were actually we were walking um down our stoop we live in like a a, a converted row home and which sounds way nicer than it is we live in an apartment in a shitty converted row home and we were walking down our stoop and the stoop next to us is inhabited by frat bros and it was like nine frat bros and one girl and we're walking down and we just hear her go like oh my god i just love beer like i just no fruity cock no i'm a beer girl like i really am a beer girl as she like chokes down the natty light in her hand and natty light is gross fair enough um but i was just like we walked around for a day being like oh god i just love beer and like stacy gives that and if guys didn't eat it the fuck up then we then girls wouldn't do this but they do they just go like Oh, God, she's not like other girls. Like, it's so unbearable. <laughs> so I don't think that – I say all that to say, I don't think Stacey gave a concrete reason. I think she was just like, I just want to have fun. Like, I just want to find my person. 
So my point is, Izzy went for that. He's got all this deep-seated stuff, and he was like, nah, to what you said, nah, her stuff is too much for me. I'm just going to go with the fun. We'll see how that turns out, right? But what I, in what is maybe, I do feel like a little bad for her, but I also don't. Uh, what was maybe the funniest moment of the season so far for me is Johnny crawling back to Chris. I mean, literally on her hands and knees, begging. She, they, he's, she's like, I'm back. I want you to reconsider me. I know I dumped you and broke your heart, but then I heard you were really upset about it, and it made me realize that it may- gave me an ego boost. Maybe I could convince, I could manipulate you into proposing to me. And so let me know tomorrow. And they come back tomorrow. The first thing out of her mouth is like, hi, hubby. <laughs> like, oh. And he's like, you know, I've been thinking. And she goes, thinking about proposing to me? <laughs> and he's like, about how I should propose to me? <laughs> like, she just did that. Every, everything that he said, he's like, and then, you know. And um, then he'd be like, well, I'm not sure. And she'd be like, I'll make it worth it. Please, I'll do anything. Yeah. No, seriously, like, don't worry because it's all good. I love you and, like, we are good. Like, she would not stop. So he'd be like, no, I seriously have, like, genuine deep-seated concerns about. And she'd be like, why? Why do you have this concern? But, you know, she would just be like, but I don't. And yeah. that's what matters. Yeah, don't you know that, like, I am so sure about us? This I'm sure time? enough for both of us. I think she actually said that at one point. Yeah, it was brutal but good for my king chris yeah. i mean the kennergy it, you know it's naivete it's giving it's giving simpleton but it like he held his own he had like some self-respect to be like okay i gotta draw the line somewhere yeah, like, the problem is we we can tell by the edit for the rest of the season that they forced him to be around in you know whatever other things that happen and uh and that will inevitably backtrack a little bit but i mean listen he's just too hot and committed to not find someone better than her um it could be like dude you're hot and you love commitment what are you doing like why are you on this show um there's someone i'll go to a bar like have you tried that just talking to someone um yes so i have to say like going back to izzy and stacy i am i am going to be the president of the Stacy is there for clout and clout only club. I understand that to a certain extent, that is what re- every reality TV show past season one fully divulges into. Like, yes, of course. But Stacy looked towards the end of it. Once Stacy realized that it was just all for, um, all for, um, sorry, he was all for her. Um, and that it was heading towards an engagement. And even at the engagement hangout, she looked guilty. I mean, she looked like, like I am doing a wrong thing here, but just think about the Instagram followers. <laughs> um, like she was really like, I could, I could just tell that she was, something is eating her up inside and you're totally right. Like it is, that's why I'm saying that Izzy gives me the ick. I'm not going to say it's just like this horrific red flag yet, but It is definitely a little bit, it's an orange flag that he, um, you know, has his shit and doesn't want a girl with her shit. And I guess there's something to be said about, like, if I have my own shit, maybe I can't also fix someone else. Fair enough. And I will say one valid question I think he has was when Johnny said, um, you know, I have only had one love in my life. It absolutely destroyed me. It 
ruined my marriage to a guy that I never even fell in love with. It ruined it before the the marriage even began. Um, And he said, like, well, do you think that you can ever move past that? I think it's a valid question. Like, do you have things that you need to continue working on? That I understand. But you also just kind of have to hope that Johnny is here for the right reasons and she trusted you enough to be vulnerable with you and you threw it back in her face. Um, and so I, it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see this guy who I think clearly has an ego issue because Izzy is the only one that we saw that was seriously talking to multiple people. He was also talking to Lydia for a point. So I think that he really has a big ego and he really needs people to stroke it like consistently. He, he's always fishing for compliments and, you know, doing things like that. So I think that there is definitely a level of that. And I'm, I'm very interested to see how, um, this fun party girl, whatever that, you know, just loves to live a simple, whatever life is going to be able to, I don't know, be in a relationship with him, um, and support him if he does have shit that's real that comes up. Um, Johnny's made it clear. Yeah. She's, she's not going to give up on Izzy. She will probably also simultaneously try to convince Chris. Um, but it's just brutal. Like that whole situation is crazy and I think the only situation that is crazier than this as a perfect segue is the Milton and Lydia and Uchi Uche and Alaya quad that is Aaliyah sorry I said Aaliyah I didn't mean to say that Aaliyah um I was reading from my phone and mispronounced but yeah um yeah I'm sick brain um but yeah this weird foursome thing that's happening so to to recap, even though I'm sure you know because you're listening to this episode, Milton is head over heels for Lydia. He's a little bit younger than her. I I was asking Patrick about this. Like, in a universe where love is blind is, is somewhat normal. Because let's be honest, it is not normal. It is fucking weird that these people do this, but I will eat it up for as long as they give it to me. Um, what is an age that is appropriate to be like, I've tried my hand at love. And I'm ready to go on Love is Blind. Like, I really, truly am looking for the fast track to finding my person and settling down. And we both said, like, 28. 28 is a good, solid age to be, like, you know, it's you've had... 10 years post-high school. It's 10 years post-high school. You've had high school to find someone. You've had college to find someone. And you've had your early adult life to find someone. These are girls' trips. These are going out to bars. Like, you have find, found someone. You've tried all the apps. And if you're thinking, like, biological clock... Just to make the math simple, you have like 20 years, 18, you know, you leave high school plus 20. That's like the midway point. Yeah. So, you know, you could come on the show at 28 and you could be popping out your first kid by 29 if you really wanted to. But like 30, realistically, if that's something that you're concerned about, which a couple people said that like they really they are worried about their biological clock, whatever. But Milton is 24 uh, and he's a dweeb. He's uh, a, OK, <laughs> let's talk about this where she goes. You are a nerd. And he goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, According to my calculations, I am a not a nerd. And then like, cut to him being like, what kind of rock do you think this is? In the boys' locker room or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh, my God. Milton is, like, cute. Like, I'm not trying to shit on him, but he is, like, oh, very. I like, 
I like him, but he's so nerdy. He should own it. Like, I, okay, I saw this thing on social media. This is another thing that, like, I feel like I should bring up. I don't know the details of it. I didn't do my research ahead of um, doing this. I actually saw it, like, right before we sat down to record. Apparently, he had, like, a girlfriend while he was filming this. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it. It's something that I'll look into and talk about next episode. Yeah, okay. I'm a Redditor. And, well, actually, I'm not. I'm a lurker. I'm a lurker on Reddit. And um, I, I, am, I follow the Love is Blind subreddit. And I started getting, you know, how they'll, like, feed you, like, just, like, things that you might like. I got one that was r slash the truth about Johnny, spelled J-O-H-N-I-E, which is a weird spelling of Johnny, and there are not many female Johnnies, and I didn't open it because I hadn't watched the episodes yet, and I was like, oh, but I'm going to go back to that. Is that about Johnny of Love is Blind? Are they showing it to me because they know that I follow the Love is Blind subreddit? And it was not a post in the Love is Blind subreddit. It was r slash the truth about Johnny, and it has disappeared from the face of the earth. And so I have no clue what it was. I didn't look at any of it. I'm so punching the air that I didn't look at it. Um, but if anybody knows what I'm talking about, please let me know. Um, I feel like I'm going insane. Because Patrick was like, all right, show me. And I was like, oh, I can't. Um, anywho, Milton is a nerd. He's 24. He's too young to be doing this. And he is with Lydia, who is cuckoo bananas insane asylum needs to be medicated (laughs) like she's okay she's batshit okay (laughs) she is looney tunes she okay i'm no more no more superlatives of which she deserves many this manipulative delulu woman found uche her ex in the pods begged him and was like, please, let's start at square one, screw this thing, whatever. And Uche clearly, to you, it's so clear by watching it, to try and be nice, he said, oh, that would ruin the experiment. I don't want to do that. That's horrible. No, no, no. We should, we should continue. He was trying to let her down easy, probably because she's fucking crazy. And, um, you know, and, and she was like, no, come on, like, let's pick up. He's not into her. He's not into her. Whatever happened with them, of which we've gotten a little snippet of, but nothing too deep. Whatever happened with them, Uche is over it. He is over her. He is not interested. Door closed. Goodbye. It's not something he wants to revisit in his life. However, Lydia is clearly obsessed with him. And she is so obsessed with him that she found the girl in the room that Uche had the strongest connection with, she she gets on her hands and knees and just goes, the like, the first couple of days, I love you. I love you, baby. Oh, I love you. I love you. I'm not even joking. Like, I watched the clip back. Once you realize and you watch her in that moment where she says, I love you, like, 20 times, you go, like, oh, my God, that's weird. She goes, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. And then four times in a row, she goes, you're so much like me. That's why he's doing this. You're so much like me. I see so much of myself in you. That's where all of this is coming from. I really see you and myself. We're just so similar. I love you, baby. I love you. It's weird. And I guess I can see how Aaliyah is like just either in her own mind trying to figure out her Uche shit and not even really listening to Lydia and just crying, whatever. Or maybe she thinks it's weird, but she's just trying to be a supportive person. Like, oh, I appreciate the the consoling, whatever. But Lydia is 
fucking weird for that. She is weird. If your ex is in there, you should not go out of your way to become not only best friends with her, but then, like, get on your hands and knees and be like, I love you so much, baby. We're going to raise our children together, baby. Like, that is a weirdo behavior. So then let's talk about Aaliyah has decided to not continue the experiment. Yes. So once Aaliyah finds out, um, you know, she says – She's sketched. She's like, this is some weirdo shit, Okay. Um, she says, I have to talk to Lydia because Lydia is my best friend in here, as I've just explained. I mean, they love each other. So Aaliyah's like, I have to, you know, go talk to Lydia. And Lydia's like, oh, you know, baby, that's why I said I see myself in you, baby. I love you, love you, love you. This is never going to come in between us, baby. Please, that door is shut. That door is shut. We had sex three months ago, but that door is shut. He was my greatest love, but that door is shut. He has a super nice house. And he, did I tell you that he drives a Tesla? And did I tell you what his favorite color is? Not only his favorite color, but his favorite shade. And that it's the same color as his Tesla. And Ilya's like, oh, my God, shut the And she literally, oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I Aaliyah is saying while she's rattling off these facts and that's not edited that is one take like this is I can judge her for this um Aaliyah is like I don't want to know these things Lydia I don't want to know these things she's breaking the experiment right now and Aaliyah's like a stop she goes back in the pod with Uche says I talked to her why didn't you tell me you had sex three months ago she made it seem like you were interested this is one of those roll the tape moments where like Lydia clearly made it seem like Uche was down to get to know her but just cared so much about the integrity of the show that he didn't clearly not the truth we see that Uche is not interested in the slightest he's just trying to let her down easy but you know Aaliyah doesn't know that and she has crazy ass Lydia to, to be, like, doubling down on her. She's probably never going to have a moment of peace in that girl's pot again because Lydia is going to be telling her more and more and more things. Um, and so we seem like we're, we're heading towards a direction of proposal. Aaliyah says, you know, I think I can move past it, but this is very weird. I'm not going to say that this isn't weird, but if you really truly say that you're done with her, I'm going to trust you and, like, let's try and move past it. And then we see... That Uche comes in and um, he's like, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. He's ready to get down on one knee and she's gone. The God comes over. The God comes over. The Yeah, the God Mike comes over and says uh, Aaliyah has not decided to continue and good for her because this is some weirdo shit that she does not deserve to be in the middle of. Um, and so uh, it's also the way that like when she was crying about Uche being upset that she cheated um Lydia was like then he's not the man for you he's you should just dump him is that the kind of person you want to be married with maybe he's better off with someone like me like it's so weird then we have Lydia and Milton Lydia I truthfully believe in my heart of hearts as I reflected more on this that Lydia does not like Milton and she's not in love with Milton by any means but as soon as she knew that Uche was in this experiment and as soon as she knew that Uche was going to be a main player in terms of like airtime she needed to secure her spot and so she got engaged and also having a ring on her finger is going to position her well as a like see I am over you but do you want to change my mind this is the exact like she's she's campaigning for that pool at the hotel in Mexico you know pull him to the side like, whatever their name Micah was. and Kwame. Thank you. Last season. And it's exactly what it's going to be. They didn't show that in the edit, which I found interesting. And I was like, maybe I'm wrong. And then I was like, there's no way I'm wrong. No. 
she's gonna say Uche come take a shot with me and like oh yeah. my god she she's gonna be like oh my god did did Uche ever tell you about the time that he popped a pimple on my back and it started bleeding and did he ever tell you about the fact that we took his dog Kobe on a walk and yeah. instant and blah 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 like that's what it's gonna be like over and over and over again she's not gonna be able to let this relationship go I don't think she had left let this relationship go he said that they only dated for like four months and then her timeline is three years that's crazy that's so different um so yeah i mean that's pretty much all i have to say about that i don't like lydia i think she is fucking weird so then to kind of wrap i want to ask you i asked you about jp and taylor scale of one to ten we we skipped the other two couples so give me your one to tens for them so I think on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being most likely that they will get married. Once again, I gave JP and Taylor an 8. So did I. Um, uh, so did Patrick on chances of making it uh, to say yes at the altar. Izzy and Stacy, I'm going to give like a 5. I think it could go any way. I have no clue what they're going to do. I'm going to give them like a 7 because I think that they might just be like uneventful and boring and not much will happen. Like, a lot of the edits seem to be focused on Johnny and Chris, and, like, Johnny's the messy one here, you know? Izzy and Stacy might just be chilling. What are the... It might be, like, um, oh, this is not a great example, but it might be, like, Shane and Shayna, where she kept popping up, and he kept being like, no, 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 no. Obviously, his relationship with Natalie, Natalie didn't work out, but, like, that kind of idea where he's just like, no, 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 no. So then let me ask you this. On a scale of 1 to 10, likelihood that Johnny and Chris either get engaged oh, or become a, official sometime during this process. Um, I'll jump out a window. Uh, I give it like a 4. Five, I think yeah. it's like, okay. yeah, Patrick said 5. It's like a 50-50, but it's also like I really just hope for his sake he has more moral judgment than that. Um, Milton and Lydia, I think 2. We were on the same page about everything. Yeah, so Patrick also said, too, um, very in sync tonight. It's being sick, um, our sick telepathy. Um, yeah, I think that there's just no chance. We also see in the edit that Milton's parents are like, what the fuck does Lydia want with you? Which is, like, so valid and, like, good for them, rocking some sense into him. Um, <clears throat> Elia and Uche getting engaged at some point or zero. getting together. You think Zero. zero. Oh, I was going to say, like, three. Like, I give it a little bit. Um, We see Uche say, like, I want to marry you. I mean, I guess if it's a scale of one to ten, I'll give you, like, a one. But I think she got massive ache from this. I do, too. I definitely think, like, oh, I just know her friends would clown her. Could you imagine explaining this to your friends? It's it's giving, like, scary movie. It's giving, like, ready for Halloween spooky movie month. Like, it's for real weird. Like, this idea of... Someone um, compared it to the horror movie, like, The Roommate. Like, it's just so fucking bizarre that, like, Lydia is attaching herself to Aaliyah like a fucking leech. All right, so let me ask you this. This is your final pop quiz question, okay? According to the data betch on... Instagram, and this is B-E-T-C-H. Yeah, I got that when you said betch. The data betch. She does reality dataing and talk, and she's, her bio says tracking and analyzing influencer metrics for reality TV stars. Which uh, guy and which woman 
do you think gained the most followers in the 24 hours of the episodes dropping? Ooh. Wow. Of the, I'm assuming you mean of this season exclusively. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let me look at my list. Um, gained the most followers. I would have to say for the girl, probably Aaliyah. Is it Taylor? Really? Stacy? What the fuck? Lydia? Who is it? It's Johnny. <gasps> really? Yes. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Aaliyah Ali- Ali- was a close number two. Uh, and then and then the guy who was also the number one total. The number one total gained? He's above Johnny. Oh, okay. Um, the guy. Uh... In my heart, I want to say Chris because I think Chris is a goober, but I don't think it's Chris. No, Chris is unlucky with women because he's so handsome and loves commitment. Of course, which is why I never get followers. No, no one will ever like him. No. Um, is it? I'm torn between Uche and Izzy. You have to pick. I'm going to say Uche. <clears throat> Izzy. Yes. Ugh, I don't want it to be Izzy. I think I chose Uche because at least Uche is like, I was like, maybe people are interested in like the tea. I don't know. But, oh, God, Izzy, I just find him like something's off about him. And, and bitches, when I, when I prove you right, you know, everybody's going to be like Taylor was right. Okay, so uh, we're going to do this weekly recap at the end of every drop. Episodes drop on Friday, two new bombshells. Throughout the Love is Blind Season 5, you know, Journey will drop Monday mornings. This is going to be the only one that drops on our website, though. Everything else is going to be podcast app exclusive uh, because, as Taylor hinted towards, it's about to be spooky season. And in the month of October, on FeaturePresentationVideo.com, we go full spooky, horror, creepy, whatever you want to call it, on our website. I tried to explain to him that this is perfect for that, but he disagreed. And so um, we'll drop them on the site, you know, probably sometime in November, but... Uh, we will still be putting them on your podcast app of choice every Monday morning talking about um, the nonsense that happens in the episodes over the weekend. We get more, more excuse me, less and less episodes every week. Four episodes this week, three next week, two, and then one um, for the finale. So um, although less episodes, I'm sure more and more to talk about um, every week. Um, this show, Two New Bombshells, is the reality TV uh, podcast for FeaturePresentationVideo.com. We do a ton of stuff over there. Bunch of podcasts, bunch of reviews, retrospectives, suggestions, newsletters. All that stuff can be found on our website, FeaturePresentationVideo.com. You head over there. You put your email address in. We will send you everything that we do for free. We do fun stuff five days a week, and it's all free. You can also pay five bucks a month if you want, but you don't have to. Um, For future episodes of this podcast, I would subscribe to this feed on your podcast app of choice because we're going to drop them every Monday morning. So I do want to point out that if you are a huge fan of games like Episode and Choose Your Own Story Adventures, um, there is an awesome, if you have Netflix, then you can play Netflix Stories Love is Blind. I love the Netflix Stories Too Hot to Handle because you don't have to pay for choices, which I hate with those other app games because you pay for Netflix. Um, The Netflix game Too Hot to Handle, they have two seasons. It's great. I'm looking very forward to the Netflix Stories Love is Blind. It drops on the 27th, so play along as you watch the show if you'd like. You can find me at Patrick J. Regal everywhere you find people online. You can find me at Taylor Malone on Letterboxd. You can find me at Mailer Malone on X. The best place to find us is our website, FeaturePresentationVideo.com. We will see you next week for episodes 5, 6, and 7. See you then for another messy Monday. Hopefully we won't be sick. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>